11, chapter 11 of the book of Psalms. Realize that this book of Psalms uh, is really a beautiful book and it has rich uh, of meanings and things that God wants us to, to, to know and to learn. And it's just amazing that uh, how this is written 3,000 years ago. And for our um, examples, for our understanding, for our knowledge, and to help us how to live our life uh, for the Lord Jesus Christ. Alright, so we have here the book of Psalm chapter 11. Uh, let's, let's read this responsibly. Let's all stand. Uh, we don't stand normally at uh, Sunday but it's good to stand up and have a good read, have a good look of these uh, verses together. So it's good also that you can utter some verses. I will say some verses. You will say also your own part. I will read verse number one. You respond verse number two and responsibly to reach verse seven. We'll read it together. For um, Psalm chapter 11. Verses 1 to 7. I'll read verse number 1. The Bible says, In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in the Lord drives the righteous, but the wicked, and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. Together, verse 7, for the righteous Lord loveth righteousness, his countenance of behold the upright of Father in heaven. Lord, as we this morning, thank you for the people that have come. Thank you, Lord, for the faithfulness of these people. And I pray, O God, that you will continue to make them to be faithful. And that, Lord, you will reward them of their faithfulness to you. As you, O God, um, um, is, a, is a blessing to all the people. You are the source of our blessing. And I pray, Lord, that uh, you will uh, speak to our hearts, even in this Sunday school to learn things, and how to walk uh, this life for you, and that, Lord, uh, we will be instructed by your words. And let the Holy Spirit have to work in our hearts. Please be seated. This psalm is about our trust in the Lord. This is to show to the world that where we put our trust, it is just in the Lord. There's no one else and there's no other else that uh, we can uh, put our trust and and, and reliance. Our reliance is only in God. This is what really this um, book of Psalm. Only a few verses there, one to seven, and uh, it tells us also that this Psalm is a Psalm of David. Again, uh, we had number nine Psalm of David, and number ten is kind of not known who wrote that chapter ten, but actually it's very close to chapter nine also because. Uh, it's, um, it, it speaks of, of words that very, um, you know, uh, similar to chapter 9. So perhaps we can safely say that it, it is also written by David. But here, chapter 11 is very clear. 
that this is the son of David. And this is the son of David, uh, a very good example, very good example of um, the dimension of this king's faith in the Lord. He has faith in God and he just put that in words here, how he had um, relied on the Lord and uh, believed that God has the ability to um, help him and to save him and to destroy his enemy. So he, he just displayed all this um, uh, reliance on God. He really has that true faith in the Lord. No one can, no one can uh, break it. No one can change his heart about his view of God and his, um, you know, faith in the Lord. It is solid. He has a solid faith in God. And that is my friend. Um, what is the heart of David? And that is what we can have also in our in our Christian life. That we will put our reliance upon the Lord. We will just trust in the Lord. Whatever happens to our lives, whatever happens, whatever lies ahead, just put your trust in the Lord because when you put your trust in the Lord, you are saved. You have a good future in Him. Because the Lord is the avenger. He, is, he has the ability to protect and He has the ability to provide. So David, this issue of faith in God is really, you know, it's, it's, not, it's no longer an issue to him. And it's because of his trust is in God, um, he has no fear of evil forces. Remember, he has a lot of uh, enemies in his life. He, has, he is like, um, you know, surrounded with enemies. Wherever he turns, there's enemy. And again, despite of the, the abounding enemies around him, uh, he's not going to fear because he believes in, in the Lord that will help him. And that is the foundation of his faith. That is the foundation of his faith. And that is why he said here in verse number 3, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If indeed, if his faith in God will be destroyed, he's finished. But the good thing is, there's, he knows that the foundation of his faith cannot be destroyed. He knows it. He knows that that foundation is very strong. So he bravely declares in verse number 4, because there's no one that can destroy the faith. So the Lord, he said in verse number 4, the Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. The Lord drives the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence is soul hated. So you find here that um, um, he understands that God is in heaven. And the Lord has the vantage point. He oversees from above. And He knows from point A to point B. And in between. He knows exactly what's going on. He knows the time. He, is, he knows the beginning of time and the end of time. And in between. That is why there's, he, he can never 
um, you know, miss anything. So that is where David is placing his trust in the Lord. <clears throat> because God, he said, the Lord tried the righteous. And he said here in verse number 4, the, whole, the Lord is in his, in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. So that is why he bravely declares that. that um, the eyes of the Lord will behold the deeds of all men. He knows what this person is uh, doing and he knows that what that person is capable of doing. And he knows what's the <coughs> limitation of every man. And he knows that at the end of this, the Lord will reward. That is why he will just put his trust in the Lord. He will just rely upon God with all his being. So that's the, um, the, the thing here. In verse number 1 to verse number 3, we will find here um, the attempt of Satan to destroy the foundation. My friend, if you are not careful about your uh, walk with the Lord, Satan will try. Satan will attempt to destroy that faith. That's right. He will. He will do that. Yep. If he can destroy your faith, he will do it. Yep. That is why you have to be, you know, reliant upon the Lord. Yeah. Put your trust in the Lord. Yep. Verse number one. He said here. Verse number one. In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye? Uh, how say ye to my soul? Flee as a bird to your mountain. Now, he understands that every believer, and even himself, uh, he anchors his trust in God. He anchors his trust in the Lord, who in his own mind, in his own heart, believes that the Lord can protect him. He knows in his own mind that the Lord is able to preserve him. Yep. And the Lord is able to provide him his needs. He was just poor. And he said in one of the Psalms, I am poor and needy. And yet the Lord thinketh upon me. <laughs> you know, you, you, will, you will really enjoy uh, the faith of David. He considers himself poor, even though he's rich. But he began, he began his life as a poor person. He was just a, a poor, you know, a, a shepherd of um, Jesse's flock. Only a few sheep there. But the Lord from there picked him up and put him upon the throne. And he became one of the richest king of Israel. And his riches continued on even past that, those riches to Solomon, which became one of the most powerful kings the world ever had known. Now you see here uh, in verse number one, um, David has that reliance upon the Lord. He has that faith and uh, he has the knowledge of God that God is able to preserve him, is able to protect him, is able to provide him by, by his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And David already has that, you know, reliance upon the Lord. He puts his trust in the Lord. Um, and it is known to the people. 
how he has paid the guy. And yet the enemy will say to him, flee as a bird to, the, to your mountain. He doesn't understand. Why these people will try to destroy my faith in God? These people, even though how, how strong he, he, he put his faith in the Lord, but these people will try. I will tell you, no matter how faithful you are to God, the enemy, Satan, will try to destroy the faith. They will attempt. The enemy here attempts to destroy the faith of David. So every believer has a choice. When we are faced with a problem, when we are faced with adversity, we have a choice. We have a choice whether we will trust, we will put our trust in God, or we have a choice to attempt to develop our own refuge. When you have a problem, what comes into your mind? You know, put yourself forward and defend yourself against the problem or run to the Lord for help. Initially, we will face the problem and we don't call upon God. When problems come, we face it. That's normal. But that's David. David is not. When problems come, he has the ability, he has he's a king. He has armies, oh, you know, on his disposal. He has armies to send to, to fight the battle. But he will not do that. He will run to the Lord and seek refuge upon our God rather than develop his own refuge for himself. We, we are like that. We develop refuge for ourselves. We do not rely and trust the Lord when problems come and when, when calamity arise. So here, David puts his reliance upon the Lord and he will trust in the Lord that the Lord will deliver him. And he wrote in chapter 27, in Psalm 27, verses 1 to 3, he said there, the, the Lord is, is um, we don't have, a, okay. He said, the Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Who is there that I should be afraid? David said. He's the king. He did not say the armies of Israel is one of the greatest armies in the world. Whom shall I fear? Should, shall I fear? The kingdom of Israel is one of the greatest kingdoms of the world. Of whom shall I be afraid? He did not say that. He did not trust his army. Not that he, he has no trust in his army, but he will not trust his army. He is not trusting his throne as the king of Israel. It's not that it, it's not trustworthy. He is just putting his trust in the Lord. He places his trust in God. My friend, no matter how stable you are, do not put your trust in the stability of your finances. Yep. Do not put your trust in the stability of your strength. Yep. Put your trust in the Lord only. Yep. Because woe unto the man that trusted in man. Whose arm is his flesh. 
But blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord, whose, whose hope the Lord is. Verse number two, it says here, this is the enemy trying to disrupt his faith, trying to destroy his faith, and you know, to once his faith will waver, and that is the enemy where the enemy can come in and destroy from within. But verse number two, it says, For lo, the wicked bend their bow, they make ready their arrow upon the string, that they may privately shoot at the upright in heart. If you would live godly in the Lord, the enemy will try to destroy you. Yep. If you begin to live a life that is um, righteous in the sight of God, for sure you will have enemies in your life. But oh, oh before you, you turn to the Lord, so everything seems to be good. But when you begin to be faithful to God, you have a lot of enemies coming your way. That's what happened to David too. The devil is fully armed and he's ready to unload his arsenal for every unsuspecting believer. You believe in God today? Be careful in your life. Be careful. Be very careful because the enemy will just but try to destroy you. The enemy adorns himself with, you know, uh, the, the weaponry, the wiles, the trickery. First of all, he, he, he wants to take that faith because that is, you know, one, one big uh, defense on your, on your side. That is why he, was, he will attempt to destroy it, as it said in verse number 3. But for us also, as Christians, believers in the Lord Jesus, we also have our own arsenal. Amen. Yep. We have the, that, that armory, not provided by our own, provided by God. And that is the whole armor of God. The helmet of our salvation. We are saved. No one can take it away from us. The breastplate of righteousness, the girdle of truth, the fifth shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And prayers. All of that, all of that armory provided by God. That is why, um, you know, we, we, we need to um, be ready for any assault of the enemy. Be ready to um, defend, be ready to attack, be ready also to take the offense for the cause of the Lord Jesus Christ. In verse number 3, verse number 3, notice the verse here, it says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? You see here, the David David here in this verse, he has that fear. He has that fear that that fear stems from the fact that he wonders if the foundation of his faith can be destroyed. This is this is a question. I think this 
is a question of possibility? Is it possible really for the faith of a faithful person or Christian will be destroyed? If the faith, the foundation of faith can be destroyed, wow, what can the righteous do? So he puts this as a question. Supposing that if there is a person that is weak in faith, if there's a person here that is weak in faith, then the enemy can destroy him. And that is very sad. What can the righteous do? But he knows that that cannot be destroyed. And he knows that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We know that, that the Lord that lives in us is greater than he that is in this world. That is why the Lord our God has given us the Bible. The Lord has given us the book, uh, book of um, Timothy, um, uh, first or second Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So, again, the devil and all his cohorts are not able to pull down the stronghold or be able to destroy the foundation laid by God in our hearts because God is greater than the enemy. In verses 4 to 7, verses 4 to 7, we see here that the wicked are destroyed by fire and brimstone while the righteous people of God will be preserved. Verse number 4, notice that, verse number 4. It says that the Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, His eyelids strike the children of men. As we know from His point of view, we know from God's vantage view, we understand that everything is visible in the sight of the Lord. Everything is, he sees everything and he acknowledges all the activities of men. The Lord is not surprised of the things that surprise us in this world. God is not surprised. The Lord was not surprised of COVID-19. <laughs> he knows it. Yep. Our God is not surprised of the armory that we have right now. The nuclear weapons. He is not surprised of uh, the phantom jets that the world has produced. God sees all of that activity and all the imaginations of mankind. We understand that our God understands all things. He knows all things 
as Brother Bob prayed, God omniscient, omnipresent, and um, omnipotent. He has all the power, he has all the knowledge, and he understands everything. He evaluates the acts of mankind. He evaluates actions. He evaluates everyone and everything in this creation of His. That is why nothing escapes His sight. In verse number 5, it says, The Lord tried the righteous by the wicked, and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. The righteous stand in the good graces of the Lord. The Lord has a delight in righteous people. The Lord has a soft heart, soft spot to those people who put their faith in Him. The Lord will give grace and honor, but the Lord also hated that righteous. He hated those people who try to um, imagine in their hearts to, to evade the, the uh, reign or the rulership of God. And God knows that. And He sees all of these things. And He knows that the way of the righteous, He knows that. But the way of the transgressors shall perish. In verse number 6 it says, Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, and an horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of the cup. The Lord shows here the destination of the wicked, the end point. All of this unjust, uh, you know, injustices, all of this uh, unjust dealings of people, all of this, um, you know, uh, um, things that are happening that we know God is not in this. There will be a time to come, and that time will come, uh, the destination of all these things is fire and brimstone. The end of all these things will be hell. The end of all of this will be place, a place apart from the Lord, away from God. Every person who engages in violent behavior will be punished with a violent tempest. That's what God said. Try to look at Psalm 37 verse 20. Psalm 37 verse 20. This is the end of the person that uh, hate the Lord. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of land. They shall consume into smoke. Shall they be consumed away? The Lord will consume those people who hate the Lord. They will be consumed by um, a violent tempest. In verse number 7, for the righteous Lord loveth righteousness, his countenance doth behold the upright. God is a righteous God. And because he is a righteous God, he loves righteousness. 
and he looks with favor upon those people who are upright in heart. Those people that will not imagine evil things. People that will not imagine um, devices to take advantage of other people. People who only, um, you know, um, put their faith in the Lord and give the Lord, uh, give their reliance upon God and righteous in their dealings, the Lord will secure their place. The Lord will prepare them a place and they will He will assure them, He will assure them of a home in heaven. And that is what we want. In John chapter 14 verses 1 to 3, He said, the Bible said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. God is preparing a place for you and me. Just wait for that time. Do not fret of those people who prosper in their ways without God. Because those people that are now, you see in, in them, they are rich, but they have no God. They are just like, you know, a uh, fattened calf. <laughs> they are just being fattened for the slaughter. They are prepared for the burning of the fat. But we are not prepared for that. God is prepared, you know, a blessing for all of us. I go to prepare a place for you. And where I am, there you may be also. That's what God wants. You see, in summary to this, when fear strikes, counter it and let faith strike too. Yep. Counter it with faith. And when all fear is erased and when one's faith is in God of the universe, then the Lord will be glorified. When you go through a lot of troubles in this life, it's sad, but if you conquer that, praise the Lord, because there is a you know, um, blessing awaiting for you. And the Lord will make it happen. So therefore, all of us need to stand firm Standing firm in the foundation of our faith. Stand firm. The Lord is in the heavens. Believe in that. And all of us children of God, we have been given armory so we can shoot our arrows of faith and not fear. Fear and faith cannot abide in the same heart. If your heart is full of faith, there is no fear in that. If your heart is full of fear, there is no faith in that. Because faith and fear cannot dwell together in one heart. Beautiful, you know, beautiful Psalm. Psalm chapter 19, uh, 11. 
Our trust should be only in God. It's power as a friend. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for this um, Psalm of David. He thought that he was only speaking for himself. He thought this could only happen to himself. But Lord, this happens to everyone that believes in Grace, uh, the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for giving us the victory in him. And we thank you, Lord, for giving us the victory. Thank you for the faith. Because that is the foundation of our walk with you. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? But Lord, we thank you because this foundation cannot be destroyed. Because you are the one that keeps this foundation. You are the one that lays this foundation in our life. And thank you, Lord, for um, the reality that when there is faith, when our heart is full of faith, then there is no place for fear. And help us, Lord, to continue. Help us that we can fight our battles and win our battles for you. Bless your people once again, Lord. Amen. 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 Let's take a break. <laughs>